Follow us on Facebook at Off Script with Super E Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at Off Script Pod underscore one. Off Script with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. Hello, I'm A Train. <laughs> and this is Off Script with Super E. Super E, what's happening? Oh, not too much. Just a lazy Saturday, kind of hazy and overcast. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So what, uh, you got big goings on out there at the uh, homestead? No, I, you know, I just have a project every day that seems to consume my time. Like yesterday was every time I turned the garage light on the switch, it would flicker and stuff. So I had to take everything apart and try not to electrocute myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah could you imagine your hair getting frizzed out oh, oh. Well, it happened after i had chemo they said you might you know you might lose some of your hair no all it did was you know albert einstein it broke <laughs> off a little bit but it mostly frizzed so what uh what do you want to talk about today well today i want to talk about my dad and you could talk about your dad how okay. see my dad is now 89 years old and he was the senior super E. He was a railroader, and he was bigger than life. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, you know, he worked like 12 hours a day on a railroad and all that. But the amazing thing was his greatest accomplishment was not murdering me for the stupid <laughs> shit. I, <laughs> That's great. I did. And it's not like I was out, you know, stealing and stuff. It was just doing dumb shit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, the beginning was, I don't even remember, my cousins, they were like a year older than me, told me about, I did this like at three years old. I don't really, I don't remember it, but apparently my dad went to the butcher's market there in DG and uh, got himself some nice steaks and stuff and then went out to do get, I guess, you know, something for the grill. And then he comes back in and I'm feeding his T-bones to the dog and say, Daddy, the dog's... <laughs> So he has a head explosion, number one. But the one I do remember that made his head explode, this was back in the day when, you know, you didn't have trash bags. You didn't fill your, your you know, you didn't have a trash can in your kitchen, fill up the trash and take it out and throw the trash can. I mean, throw the trash bag for the trash bin. You had a burn bar- barrel. Yeah, the old burn barrel. Uh-huh. You threw your trash in a burn barrel and yeah. burned it. Yeah. Well, every four-year-old kid was playing with fire, oh, yeah. and nobody really even thought about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so, me and my friend, Daryl, <laughs> we come in the house, we're like four, <laughs> because at four years old, in the early 60s, you could walk around without parent, constant parental supervision. Uh-huh. We could roam the neighborhood. Uh-huh. So, my friend, Daryl, lived down the street. He comes over, and we see that all the kitchen cabinets my dad took off, uh, you know, took off the wall and all this, and he's got, and all the all the kitchen cabinet doors are off, laying on the floor. Right, and he left. And worth, you know, four years old. Oh, dad's getting rid of these. 
help him out. I didn't know where he was going. He was going to go get varnish and sandpaper and paintbrushes. So he's he, his, he was re-varnishing all the kitchen cabinet doors and the kitchen cabinets. Okay. So we gather up all the doors he took off, go to the burn barrel, <laughs> and light them on fire, and they're burning. <laughs> My dad comes home from the hardware store with the varnish and stuff and the paintbrush, and he goes, he goes, my mom, where's the kitchen cabinets? She goes, I don't know. And then me and Daryl walk in, you know, all proud of ourselves. He goes, where's the kitchen cabinet doors? Did you see? He goes, we I go, we took care of it for you. You know, you called him back. He said, I care for you, daddy. Why? What do you mean? You throw them away. We threw them away and we burned them for you. <laughs> you remember how Sergeant Carter and Gomer Pyle, when Gomer Pyle aggravated him beyond belief and his head would just start looking like it was ready to explode like oh, yeah. a slow yeah. burning volcano before eruption right that's what my dad looked like he was just looking at me <laughs> so shockingly he didn't murder us then oh my god so, well, you know so yes all kids love to play with fire so i was a pretty i no, i was a super stupid kid uh <laughs> my bro my brother-in-law to this day tells me he goes I didn't think you were going to make it. You what were, happened? You were so, well, just, I was so stupid. He was like, I, <laughs> I didn't think you were going to live to adulthood. <laughs> here's, here's, a, here's a perfect example of that. So we had this doghouse out back. Well, the dog had been dead forever, but the doghouse was still there. So dad stored gas cans in there, right? <laughs> so genius little A-train. You know, he found some matches, so he wants to play with matches. So he hides in the doghouse to play with matches. He he didn't see the gas cans in the corner of the doghouse, I guess. What an idiot little kid. So anyway, luckily my mom looked out, saw me playing with matches, runs out, grabs me out of there. She's like, you could have you blown yourself up, you stupid little... Yeah, and yeah. I bet you didn't have your uh, Hollywood burn suit on so you could stagger out on fire. I mean, it would have, I that doghouse would have exploded. <laughs> oh I would have just, God. I would have just been toast. Oh, what, yes. What a dumb, dumb little kid. Yeah. So, yeah, well, well, and also, it's like I, I didn't stop there because we didn't know <laughs> what you see. Like I said, my dad would work 12 hours a day at the railroad and generally, or, you know, or he would work like eight to 10 hours, come home, and eight hours later, they would call him in. Yeah. So he would come home and immediately know that he has to go to bed without any hassles. Right. Okay, now we're like nine years old. And we, I, we didn't use the ladder, but we climbed up to the top of the house. Okay. Me, again, it's Daryl. And we see uh, our friend Denny walking down the street and Denny was a different kind of kid. He was really unbelievably book smart, but didn't like to play sports, but it was hilarious. But we thought, Hey, you know what? We're up on the roof and Denny's riding his bike down the street. Let's see if we could hit him. <laughs> Let's, here, look, you can tear off this shingle. It's like a Frisbee. And we started swinging oh, no. oh, no, no. the shingles at <laughs> Denny. You were ripping shingles off your dad's roof. Dad pulls up in his, <laughs> piece of shit Corvair that he bought from another railroader for 30 bucks and gets out of the Corvair 
And so he goes, what are you guys doing on the roof? Hey, I said, we're playing a game with Denny. We're throwing these shingles at him. I said, Dad, they're just like Frisbees. And he saw me bend down and rip another shingle off. And I threw it at Denny. He said, see? Again, the Sergeant Carter silent rage explosion. <laughs> dad, dad. Then all of a sudden, it's gee, blah, blah, blah. Get on that. And so we have, you know, back then we jump off the roof. Yeah. Like, are you mad about something? Oh my yes, because now I've got to go up. He had to go up and fix the shingles. I had no, I had no clue. Okay, okay, you were nine years old. Maybe I wasn't the dumbest kid in the world. <laughs> Maybe, okay, I was eight. Does that make it any better? I mean, a little, not much. Holy shit! Did he beat you senseless? No, he. Well, no, he. Okay, he, the one time I remember, I did get a severe. Uh, not severe. I did get a spanking. Okay. Go retro wine back to 1968. Yeah. And we had discovered on the clothesline pole, we had two clothesline poles with the long clothesline and we had a pear tree and we cut a bicycle inner tube in half. And I'm like, wait a minute, I can make a giant slingshot. I tied each end to the clothesline and, and just reached over and grabbed a pear and we were firing them four or five houses down the block. That's how strong. <laughs> uh, that so is anyways, my sister's friend comes over to visit, and she brings her little sister who was in my grade. Okay. And so they oh, they see me messing around with this slingshot, and they knock on the window and wave at me. I For some reason, I thought, oh, I'm just going to joke around with them. I picked up an empty Coke bottle. You know, because you just heard a Coke bottle fall on the ground. God. I picked up the Coke bottle and I acted like I was going to shoot it at him in the window. Now you're not going to do that. Yeah. Well, I didn't think. I didn't think it would go more than three feet. <laughs> I let go. It became a heat-seeking missile. Oh. Coke bottle. It went blasting through that window. They're all diving for cover. Oh, no. Like it's, it's like a towering inferno. And... <laughs> What do you do as a little kid when you know you've done something wrong? I hopped on that, my my bicycle, and I made tracks down the street to the wooded area at the end of the block. And I'm sitting there, and then I can see my dad. He pulls up, and he's driving his, this was a 64 Ford Falcon. He drives up, and I can see him getting out. He's like, I could, he's like whistling, doop do doop do off work. And he kind of just kind of. Sashays in the house. Don't have to do nothing. Blah blah blah. Goes in the house. Two seconds later, blah 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 blah. <laughs> he comes running out, jumps in his car because my sister, who turned into Henry Hill from Goodfellas, she said, "Look what, look what my brother did." And by the way, he's hiding out down the street on his bike. My dad, blah 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 blah, gets in his car and uh, it must have had posi traction because I could hear two tires squealing. <laughs> he he cut. He sees me comes screaming down the street, jumps out of his car, rips me off the bike, and I got the spanking. That's your asshole! And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I go home, you, and I was like, oh. You did like every criminal we've ever encountered when they do something wrong. Yes. Run. Run. <laughs> so, but, so you blasted this window out with a Coke bottle. Right. Anybody, get, yes. anybody get cut? Th thank God, no. Oh my God! Yes, but then, then okay. I try to calm the stupidity down. Mm -hmm. uh, but one time, you know, we were all in the living room, winter time. My dad was smoking a pipe. Then he smoked cigars and pipes. Uh -huh. 
and he's smoking a cigar. He's smoking his pipe, and he's trying to relax. And we're we're probably watching whatever TV show was on at the time. It might have been Maud. And uh, God, I I I was you know back then used to lay on the floor and watch TV. Kids yeah. don't do that now. Yeah. Well, I had I had a blanket. I plugged. I picked it up, and I was all of a sudden I decided I was going to become like David Cop- Copperfield, <laughs> and I started whipping the <laughs> blanket around like I took it off a, a table and all the. Uh, Chinaware was still there, but I remember I took this blanket and I just went zip, and the end of it, the the end of the uh, blanket hit my dad's pipe oh my and flicked the contents up in the air. All these burning embers, <laughs> and he jumped up and goes, and so he's like trying to put it out. Uh, so I'm like thirteen or fourteen. And I'm like, oh, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to. And then I think the last time I really drove him crazy, I might have been 18, and we had a back gate. My dad would park his car in the backyard, and he'd walk up the side of the house, and there was a side gate that would go to the front door. And this gate was attached to two wooden posts. Well, I'm going to say name Daryl, and usually after it, I did something stupid. Well, Daryl was very good at running and jumping all this shit. Well, he, he says, hey, I got to go home. And he starts running towards that gate. And all he did was there was a, like the uh, side door porch steps. On that bottom step, he ran up to that, jumped off that porch step, and launched himself over this extremely tall metal gate. Okay. And I was like, damn, that was impressive. And I said, I, th- I think I should do that, and I should try it. Because I had been lifting weights and thought I was a stud now. Mm-hmm. But my jumping ability didn't improve that much with the, with the weightlifting. So I got a running start. And I kind of bailed out because I didn't think I could do it. So I just go full Bobby Orr right <laughs> into this gate. And the gate, it breaks the two wooden posts that is hinged on on each side. Oh, God. Down to the ground. Well, I'm like, oh, shit, that's not going to like this. What did I do? I picked the gate up because you know how when you break a piece of wood in half, you can put it back together. Uh-huh. And, and it go- <laughs> so I did that. So I'm sitting in the front part of the house and dad's coming home from another hard day's work. And I can hear him because he, he would whistle. <laughs> and I'm sitting at that window right where the gate is. And he... <laughs> He touches the gate, and I see that it just falls forward and lands on the ground. And he's he's standing there with his hand out like he was trying to open the gate. And he don't and he doesn't get mad. He just screams, "Super E!" Because he knew he knew yeah, who he, did that. So again, I could hear him bum, 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 to the front door of the door. Because did you have anything to do with the? <laughs> MF and Gate falling forward on me. I said, why do you think I did it? He goes, well, did you do it? I said, yes, but it hurts my feelings that you automatically think to, think of me. Um, yeah, because whenever something stupid ha- happens around here, you get your fingerprints all over it. So my dad then had to go get metal posts, dig the holes, put the cement in it, and put the back uh, gate up. Did you, did you at least help him, I hope? Yes, I helped him. 
Okay. But now when I look back on all this stuff, and I'm leaving some things out that, you know, that'll pop up later. Mm -hmm. um, I just am so thankful that my dad was able to contain, to c contain his energy uh, or temper I to not want to eliminate his biggest aggravation. I, I'm telling you, what, he he deserves a Pul Pulitzer Peace Prize. No, Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Nobel <laughs> a Nobel yeah. Peace Prize because if, if for him not to have killed you over some of those, he's a saint. He's an yes. Now I have a question that I know all the listeners want to want to know the answer to. Did you eat a lot of paint chips as a kid? <laughs> no, they, because, no, no, there was no paint chips. But uh, okay. My mom was an artist, self-taught artist, mm -hmm. and I did get kind of in trouble for this. Now, remember, I'm like four, and I had a friend down the street. She was a very sweet little girl, and we got my mom's paint set out, and I completely painted her entire body in oil paint. <laughs> you painted the little girl in oil paint? I, my, I got an oil paint. Oh, and she had oil paint all over her and she thought she looked cool. She goes home <laughs> to show mom and dad. Uh -huh. And what did I hear? <laughs> her dad was furious. She's covered in oil paint. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, super E. Super oh, E. I know. And then the, the one time I, the one time I embarrassed my mom, <clears throat> My same little girlfriend, her name was Debbie, by the way. I loved her, but she moved away. Um, her mom comes down, and I guess she was the, the neighborhood busybody. Okay. And I was listening to my mom. You know how women talk. And so then my a, friend's a mom. sexist comes. would say. <laughs> yes. So her, her, her name was Pat. I thought she was very, very nice. So Pat comes down to visit my mom, and my mom was says that all of a sudden I came, you know, from get done playing with my Tonka toys. And I walk up to Pat. I go, Pat, I, my mom says that you're the smartest person she knows. She says you're very smart. And Pat was like, really? She looks at my mom. Thank you. So what makes you say that, little super E? She goes, well, you must be, I think you must be super smart because my mom says you know everybody's business in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> that's my mom my mom uh, did the Larry Tate spit take from uh, Bewitch she was taking a drink <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great oh god you were a menace I was the dentist menace to society yes Jeez, god okay well I'm glad you made it to adulthood and I did too it's, a, it's amazing Absolutely amazing. Yes. You know, all the stupid things that I did, and you almost blew up the doghouse. Yeah. Yeah, I almost blew myself up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Stupid, stupid kids. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that was very, very entertaining. I hope uh, Mr. and Mrs. Super E enjoy it. And, and again, I think they should be nominated for sainthood, but that's just me. Exactly. So I, I hope everybody enjoyed a little peek into my childhood. Wow. Yes. Just a little peek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well we're gonna we're gonna close this one out and we're gonna come back with something else. All oh, right, two oh, four. All right, see ya. Bye. See ya bye. 